Hello and welcome to another edition of Modern Times Podcast with the Bitches Food Club. I'm Wayne Chesky, Associate Managing Editor at Modern Times, and I'm here once again with Jennifer and Stephanie. Hey. Hi. And we're going to be talk- talking uh, with a devoured culinary classic, uh, Burger Challenge, and some other food news that has come up in the past couple months in Phoenix. So, without further ado, let's dig into Devour. Um, for those of you that don't know, the Devour Culinary Classic is a gathering every year that it features some of the best restaurants around uh, Phoenix, surrounding suburbs, some from around the state, as well as cocktails, beer, wine, everything delicious. And art. Palette to palette. Oh, there's also cursory, at the yeah, cursory events that surround it throughout the entire week. Palette to Palette, which features artists collaborating with chefs. You've got the bartending competition. You've got, uh, there was a film screening this year that I went to that was very interesting. All sorts of fun events that um, surround it. But the uh, main event is the Culinary Classic. Two days where you can just go and shove your face full of all of the deliciousness. That you can devour Phoenix. Phoenix food has And surrounding offer. areas. And surrounding yeah. areas. You can't leave out Mesa's the surrounding not areas. Mesa is not It's not Phoenix. It's no, close to still let okay. John run this magazine. <laughs> so, um... Without uh, further ado, what were your guys' initial reactions to Devour this year? Lots of shrimp. Oh, gosh. Which, Lots of so shrimp. So much shrimp. So much shrimp. And I'm a huge shrimp fan. I'm not. But, Me either. But <laughs> I'm also like, one of the reasons I love Devour is a lot of times restaurants are trying to play like kind of to the region. Yeah. Know? And so shrimp <clears throat> kind of doesn't fit into that. I realize we live in a globalized economy where they can get fresh shrimp delivered. Overnight, Every day. And it's fresh. But, and a lot of it was good. It's just... There was so much shrimp. There was so much shrimp. <laughs> and it, even as a shrimp lover, you can only handle so much. And also, <laughs> Too much it got tuna. to the point where <laughs> sometimes I was like, how long was this sitting out? It's true also. Oh, right, because, so also that. Because they're preparing, I mean, they are preparing it constantly. <clears throat> yeah. But then you get, you get 10 dishes out, and if their line isn't big at that point, yeah, right. it's sitting in the sun for a little bit, and that's not always fun with shrimp. And I'm Jewish, so it's a little iffy for me anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. Um, I've, I've seen you eat brisket. <laughs> That's very Jewish. So it can be more Jewish. Pork brisket. There were some things I couldn't eat. There was a lot of pineapple too. I noticed, but that kind of tends to go with shrimp. Um, I feel oh. like I feel like people usually do like a Caribbean Cajun, thing. which is why I was okay with breadfruit rum bar having sure, sure. their it's shrimp. Sure, sure. Seafood oriented restaurant. Right, that makes sense. Sure. But there are a lot of restaurants yeah. that are typically seafood. Right. That don't typically serve shrimp. That just went shrimp, and I don't know if that was a directive from on high. I didn't get a press release. No, because, I mean, a few years ago it was braised it's short, short ribs. ribs. Yes. Everyone short there does ribs. seem to be something every year. That It's the common theme I've heard from a lot of people who have gone many times. Um, also, in the dessert, a lot of places are adding desserts now, which wasn't always a thing. Right. Pudding was a big deal. So yeah, was like a custard pudding type. A lot of them were layered that pudding, one I wasn't the so, banana pudding. The ones I wasn't so mad about, because there were several very good like chocolate and right. Mexican-style puddings that were... There was a flan. Who had the flan? The Mariposa had the flan with the whipped flan. cream, and yeah, she and was coconut. amazing. And then she was actually, for the burger battle that we're going to talk about later, she was the winner from last year. Mm. Her burger was delicious. So, like, I just, just discovered them, but it was, like, twice in one week, her right. food. I want to I pull this back real quick. Okay, go. Um, just, no, just going back to the shrimp. Um, shrimp. Because, like I said, I like it when the restaurants kind of focus on regionality because mm-hmm. this devour Phoenix, so we want to kind of highlight what we got here. So, the overall winner in excellence, I don't remember what they call that award, for the entire event was Helio Basin. They had a smoked bison taquito. 
uh, with squash, corn and bean, corn tortilla, and an epazote cream. I don't know if that's how you pronounce that, and I apologize if I... I feel like Helio Basin is taking over Phoenix. Everyone I talk to asks me, have you been to Helio well, Basin? That's, that's because, because you surround that's yourself. They just, that's because of who you surround yourself with, and they just won. No, even before that, I went to but dinner it, at Bianco, it, and even the guy is, at Bianco, well, the waiter, asked me, have you been to Helio Basin yet? I'm... I had to tell him well, I will work at Beyond. Let me though. give a let me give give a defense of a uh, Helio Basin here, and you can also read my review of their taquito on <laughs> Modern Times magazine. What I will tell you is is that they focus on regionality. That is their whole no, and I like purpose. That. Like the chef, when I spoke to her, that was that's her guiding force in her cuisine is Arizona cuisine. She basically was like Arizona doesn't really have its own cuisine. People don't really know, so let's develop that. So she used focuses on using all indigenous ingredients. Um, and it really results in some f- really flavorful it's, and interesting dishes like that the you best don't food. see anywhere else. They're, ostensibly, their main entrees are these taco plates, but they're more like flatbread tacos. They're like they're on a they're you don't they're not really meant yeah, to technically why would you fold complain up, about that? fold up and eat. But then, then the ingredients they're using it's not just you know you're not just getting your standard meat with a few veggies and whatever, you're getting some really interesting stuff. Some like, you can get rainbow trout, you can get uh, variations on, like, you can get like a Yucatan, banana leaf wrapped pork, and it's all with all these different pickled vegetables and local vegetables, black radishes, like a lot of interesting stuff you're not getting other places. Yep. And then when you bring them all together, that's another unique thing, just those flavors, and it's really good. And then not to mention, they're actually a brewery. Yeah. And they have a really... I think that's why people are so well. surprised. I think that's why people keep saying to me, have you been there? Oh, my God, have you been there? Because I think they go in expecting it's going to be a brewery. A brewery. With brewery with, food. You know, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then they go in and the food is really elevated and really elegant. Yeah, like and, how I describe it to people is it's the first chef-driven brewery that I've ever been yeah. to. And I only interviewed the chef. I did not, and I only had a few minutes with her before she had to go up to, like, the awards thing. So I did not get to ask her. But what I wanted to ask was that it was that a conscious thing obviously when the owners oh i can her, answer this brought her oh, in. You can't? okay yeah so i wanted to know was so that, yeah did they so, want a chef driven concept at the beginning yeah because okay. so when we went in for bitches food club um to get kind of a beer bitches preview we mm-hmm. went to check it in check it out right when they first opened and we did talk to the owner um and to the brewer and okay. he was like yeah they knew from the beginning that they wanted to distinguish themselves with an a really good menu not just great beer but also menu and it's not so. just that it's good food it's that it's different it's not because yeah because there are a lot of breweries around now especially that like having your brewery with a restaurant is like a really hot thing right now that, um, yeah it's especially there's a lot of them that have good food area. but most of them are still variations on bar food they're just mm-hmm. done really well yeah like yeah. Uh, something like mother bunch comes to mind i right. love mother bunch's food and it's done well, but mm-hmm. it is still it's burgers it's chicken right. sandwiches and the, it's that kind of stuff placed by okra so what are they called Oh, um, Central Kitchen. Yeah. And so, I'm not so in love with their food. Um, in fact, I hate it. But, um, <laughs> oh, moving on. Um, we keep it honest here, you guys. It's okay. I, yeah. I'm not just going to fluff everyone's boner. If I do not like your food and I try it and I give it two or three chances and I don't like it every time, then I'm just going to cry I mean, like it is. Yeah. Um, anyway, but I, I like to focus on the positive, so we'll bring it back. Um, if we could. So, it's that... It's that Focus that chef-driven feeling that you get. Like it's definitely a brewery when you go inside, you get that mm-hmm. brewery feel. But just that when you're eating that food, that makes it, I think, unique among breweries. And I would definitely give it a try. I, mean, I think you like it. 
Yeah. And the beer is also superb. So. And he also was talking about how they're going to be doing the seasonal beers. Because yeah, I think they have like they a do, limited they menu. Yeah, they do now. I've had, yeah. They've had a few the last time I was in there. And then also having special meals. They do. They do. And they're having something coming up in a couple, like yeah, two weeks, yeah, right? Yeah, like they, menu. Yeah. Yes. That's yeah. so awesome. Um, yeah, no, last time I went in there, they had, they had some chef specials. I actually got one of crispy catfish. It was delicious. That sounds good. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that they've been doing things. Is it with okra? I can't remember now who they've been there's a lot Do of collaborations going on around town. All about the collaboration. I know Okra does a lot of collabs. I think Welcome it was Okra. does a lot of collabs. Collabs. I think that... Coronado does a lot of collabs. Well, Okra just did one with Red House. Oh, maybe that that's one what I'm for sure of. I know of. Mm-hmm. I didn't get to go and to that. I went to one Super sad. Because um, Christmas, I went to one with um, Red House and, um, the re- and then the restaurant in my neighborhood. And for some reason... Coronado. No, the other one. Um, oh, um, Tuck Shop? Tuck Shop. Yeah, mm. they did like a Christmassy. They had it was it was supposed to be like kind of like a French ski lodge themed type of thing. But the owners yeah. of of um, Tuck Shop are British, so it was yeah, like British style Christmas menu with like bangers. Did they give the hats? Bangers. Did you get hats? I did not the get Christmas a hat. Hats? No, but it was bangers mm. and mash, and you know that kind of mm-hmm. you know real good com- winter comfort food. And then Ren House had a pairing, and it was just you know That's Tuck nice. Shop is very informal inside, so I like encouraged everyone to you know co mingle, and it was it was a really really cool uh, concept food was really good beer was really good and and the owners of tuck shop they're the new owners they purchased it yeah. from the original owners but they really kept the menu mostly the same made a few additions i know they really expanded the wine list but they're also really personable people and they're just really nice friendly people i went to tea there they started doing a, a tea i think it's seasonal but it's i think yeah. monday through thursday mm-hmm. or something like that and i went and it was really nice because my mom's english she makes scones but their scones tasted so much like hers and not like American scones, which are, if you, I'm sure you've had one and you think that scones are really dry and they're supposed to be triangle and they're more like biscotti than a muffin sort of situation, but they're supposed to be soft like a Softer. biscuit. Mm-hmm. Not an English biscuit, which is a cookie, but you know, an American one. And it's I think Tuck Shop did a really good job. They're confusing us, I think. Pardon? I think it's all just the, wor- the similar words. The same <laughs> words. They're yeah. different things. They're different things. But I've, if you have the means to go to high tea at Tuck Shop, <laughs> I highly recommend that. It was good. All right, we're going to bring it back to Devour. Since oh, we, keep t- we, we went on tangents as we were wont to well, do. Well, I, um, I think that's Devour the point. was... Is there a lot to say about it this year? I I, I had know, a few things, I was yeah. a bit underwhelmed. I am um, actually going to be with you. I, I Once again, the food's always good there. Food's yeah. always good. But yeah. it, I didn't have as many dishes that I tasted and were like, Right. That's, as I said, not a lot that was so memorable. There was the foie gras. Was that Citizen? I don't remember. Oh, that was the district. That was the district. I get Citizen Public House and the district confused for no reason. Um, The district had the foie gras, which was really good, I thought, and I brought that home and put it on bread. They both sound like 90s action movies. Yeah, that's one of it. What else is there? There was, um, I think St. Francis had a, a cake. That was really good, if I remember correctly. Or the next here, to St. Francis. This is how many. That's, that's another thing. You have a problem narrowing down everything you tried because there are so many restaurants. There's so many so restaurants. So for something to stand out, it has to be quite exceptional. And the honestly, farm. The farm had a really good um, lineup. I think that was Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, are you talking about the from Central Public Market? That like it was a parsnip no, cake. Honey oh, on it. that was really good. I don't think I had um, that one. Parsnip is good. 
It's like yeah. a carrot, I mean, but it's yeah, it's like not. a carrot cake, but not. Yeah, it's, it's got a different sort of sweeter. Oh, we know. I'm sorry, not to leave you out again, but that's why the Ilya Basin thing stuck out to me. It's because mm-hmm. the moment I tried it, I it was halfway through Saturday. I was like, um, I think this is what I'm going to write about because I had made. My goal was to find the one thing the one that thing. I thought was the best, regardless right. of voting, and write and about then it. You were, you and were then right, though. You were right. right. You have went, a good palette. I went, I, and honestly, I think I've just been faking it for long, so long doing this that now I can sometimes get a few things right. Um, no, I literally went up to her to interview her before the awards on Saturday, mm-hmm. and she's like, all right, I have two minutes, and I got to go do that thing. And I was like, all right, so I asked her a few questions, and then as I'm, like, taking my notes when she walked away, I hear the announced going that she won. Yeah. And I was like, oh. Uh, oh I, I won a little bit, too, didn't I? Oh, it's really good. Well, I know a thing or two. Not much more than that, but a thing or two. It's like when I went to this, <laughs> I went to a, a wine tasting, and they asked us to give notes and I, of, like, what we were tasting. Wine. And every time I was right, I think I went with Emily. Your your sister, a fellow bitch. Yeah, a fellow bitch. Fellow and every bitch time, and my sister. every time I was right, I just felt like, oh, okay, all right, mm, hints I know of something. Hints of grape. Mm, I'm, I'm I'm getting grape notes. Is what I usually say. Um, yeah. To be funny, yeah. I'm a funny guy. You are. That's no, but actually, I noticed the same thing. I've actually now recently, when I've been drinking wine, I've actually noticed a few things, mm-hmm. and I don't know if it's just me bullshitting myself or no. If I've just I think done that the more enough. you eat, the more you pay attention to it, the more you drink, and the more you realize why you like something or what you're tasting. I think it it well, it really it helps. Sticks. Is, is I what I'll do now is I'll drink and then I'll like lick different trees and I'll be like, <laughs> oh, right, that was it. That was oak. That's so funny. Yeah. I was reading a book about wine once, and it told me that Pinot Grigio had notes of cat pee. Ew. And I thought to myself, well, so well, I never like Pinot Grigio before, and I definitely don't like it Was that a joke like book, and it was spelled like P-E-E? No. <laughs> no. Cat, yeah. Cat pee. Cat Pinot. No, cat Pinot. Oh, I see what you're saying. Um, like a pun. No, it was like legitimately, it was like, it wasn't wine for dummies, but it was something to the effect of like, how did... How to sniff and smell and taste wine properly. But it was written by one of the people who was the intended audience. So it was. This one tastes like cat piss. <laughs> it, it it just surprised me because I thought it was just me. But that's that what I you hated taste. Pinot Grigio and no, that's a real people. Like, I guess enjoy that. I don't know why. Well, I mean, if you've ever hung out with people who are really into like telling you the notes of the wine they taste, mm-hmm. I can imagine a lot of those people would probably enjoy drinking cat piss. What if you just gave them cat tinkle and then you're like, it's Pinot Grigio? Would they even know Carbonated the cat pits. Stop. <laughs> With a little Everclear. Oh, <laughs> it's a limoncello. <laughs> uh, right, did so, you make a really good limoncello? Um, no, I what did. do you make? Yeah, you yeah I made yeah. limoncello. That's what it was. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So we talk- oh, I still have some. <clears throat> I'm going to bring it over to her house. Bring it over tonight. Yeah. Bring it over tonight. Right. So we talked a little bit about our favorite... Um, some of the things that's got. Well, I didn't get to say my favorite. No, that's what I was gonna say. Did we have any favorite dishes we did not touch on? I, yeah, Jennifer. I did. The Sasoba Phoenix one, the pork kimchi tostada yes, thing. Yes, yes, that I had was that. one of the that first things so I good. tried, and I was like, maybe it's just because it's early. Right. I forgot. No, but that, that like really stuck good. with me. It was really good. I've only recently been exposed to kimchi. Kimchi is. I don't know. Okay, I'm into it. I was afraid because people said and bone broth it smells. Yeah. It and probably said, does, like fermented. Well, guess what? No, guess what? I bought a big jar of it. Like a month ago, it smells and like it, vinegar. No, I was like, oh. this smells fine to me. It smells. I think. Like, I think you also eat, of vinegar. You also already eat a lot of like. You have pretty fi- diverse. 
Oh, you mean oh. I leave pizza in my car and eat it a day yeah. later? So you eat ferment. You already like... eat. You already eat. <laughs> we eat fermented pizza. It's fine. Pizza. Yeah. Okay, so the next trend coming. No, you, I see you heard it here first. Fermented pizza. Um, um, yeah. But, but no, what I'm, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. You eat things that are soaked in vinegar. Like yeah. these. More, I like pickle these, things too. These so. tastes that are on the far ends of the spectrum. They're not Finch. down the middle of the road. Gotcha. Um, I think for people who are unaccustomed to eating a lot of pickled stuff. I mean, white bitches who are like, my diet consists of macarons. And they say macarons instead of macaron. Then. <laughs> Tell us how <laughs> you really feel. Yes. Those, those ones. Those, those folks. Then, yeah, it can be a little intense. The smell can be a little off-putting in that case. But Whatever. No. I, didn't even, I don't even like pork. And I was like, all right. Because my rule to devour is that I try everything. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't fucking matter. Except for I didn't do the faux gras. And I failed. Anyway. Um, it can be hard for people. I get it. Right. But, so, anyway. I tried it. And it was... The best. Um, what did you did you say? What was your favorite? I think my favorite might have been. Um, I can't. Remember. I don't remember who did it. What was the beet? Sort of like a beet pudding. It was like a beet. Like it looked like a little beet garden. It looked it like a freaking yeah. yeah. Uh, I do know that it was a hotel. Was it artisan? No, 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 no. It was very good and very different because sometimes beets. Taste like dirt. And, and this was if like they're a, not washed properly. I guess so. This yeah. well, sometimes they're super earthy. I'll just taste I love beets, but so, I love, love beets very much. But sometimes if you, if you go to a place and it's not prepared properly, you can just taste that it's very earthy. And this didn't taste earthy, but it didn't taste sweet. And it had a little bit of breadcrumb on top and arugula. Yeah, and it was a little so bit adorable. Of a, I think it had a small radish on like it. like beets. Welcome Diner made a cocktail with beets. Oh, I do. Oh, I had a beet cocktail. That won. Where did I? That's what won the bartending competition. Where did I have a beet cocktail? And they also had the same cocktail. Oh, wait, I found it. I had a beet cocktail at Crudo. But I do want to point out that I did find the beet geranium, adorable, delicious panna cotta. That's what it actually was. Oh, it was panna cotta. And it was from the Enchantment Resort. Chi-a-chi. I don't know what it sounds like when I was learning Russian. Phonetic Russian. Um, it's not Russian at all. Um, yeah, that, I remember that. That was. I really liked that because it didn't feel so much of. Um, I think what you eat a devour because you are getting small plates, but they are pretty hefty, and some of them are. I don't love eating the meat stuff. I feel like it. Well, they me give down. you like I feel like a too big of a portion for how much meat. I would agree. for such an event. So that's some of the things. Kind that of like I would agree with that. like. Yeah, you don't I just often, want to bite. Yeah, I I've noticed in recent years that. The it's portion sizes are getting bigger and bigger, and mm-hmm. I don't know if that's just, you know, they're... Trying to, like, give you more, like, oh, But, and, like, I understand, like, the impulse there. We're all fat fucking Americans. Sure. But, yeah, there's so much there that I, I want to try I literally just want one bite. You give me that whole thing, I feel bad throwing it out. Right. I that's, also, like, the worst like, thing. I don't but it's frowned upon to bring the Pyrex. I, 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 yeah, I don't... Um, not in my book. <laughs> I went to someone's... Well, the first day I brought Tupperware... I'm not going to lie. The first day I brought Tupperware. I don't care. It's fine. I don't care. Stephanie also tells me that they want you to take the crackers. (laughs) Where? Anywhere. And the silverware and the glasses. Just kidding. Just kidding. Sometimes. Not all the time. Sometimes. When we go to Sizzler. They want you to to take the crackers. Um, I was confused. Sometimes Whole Foods wants you to sample grapes, too. It's not a big deal. But, um, so the first day I did bring Tupperware... Because I was working a booth and I didn't think that I would have time to check stuff out, so I just sort of put a bunch of stuff in my Tupperware and took it home. Um, sorry, but not. And then the second day, 
I was getting, a, I was just kind of going around and I was trying to get a cookie and I, I thought, oh, I'll take this home to my sister because it was good. And I don't remember the, it might have been, it's, I feel like it was Nani's, but Nani's or Nani, and that's not the actual mm-hmm. company. And they had these cute little boxes that looked like something out of a Wes Anderson movie. They were, like, cute, and they were rocking ribbon. And I said, do you mind if I take a box, please, so I can take this home? And the woman looked at me like I was crazy, and then she said, let me see what we have. And I was like, you have boxes. They're right, right here. And she this went. This box. She went to the back and she grabbed, like, you know when you go to Costco and they're like, do you want a box? And they give you a giant box for your, like, one rotisserie chicken. She was like, here's a box. Sorry, radishes came in it. And I was like, I don't care. Thank you very much. And I took her little paper box that actually it wasn't little. It was a considerable size. She just said, radishes. And oh, scared my poor dog. Sorry, dog. I have a dog in here. I have a puppy in here. Um, so I took the box and I just went around all of Devour and I filled it right up and then I had the badge to get in and out. I don't know if everyone did. I know that definitely the vendors did. And so I said, excuse me, I'll be right back. I just need to take something to my car. And they said, okay. And I took it to my car and then I said my goodbyes because I didn't want anything to spoil and I drove it home and I gave it to my boyfriend. You sat right next to your fermented pizza and you... Yeah. There was pizza in there. I think Chiba was there. Mm-hmm. So it was good. All right. So we're gonna. I'm gonna sign off on the Devour here with one last thing. Okay. All right. So for the anyone who has not been to Devour, what's the one piece of advice you would give them that maybe you know something? I have advice. Can be anything. Um, number one, hit the coffee stand first because it makes you less hungry. So you'll only have a bite of everything, and you won't chow down on absolutely everything that you have. Caveat: I want to be more hungry. So right. it just right. depends right. on where you're trying to come from. Yeah, I'm a Jewish girl who usually eats everything. Could make you shit, give you more room. See, <laughs> coffee doesn't make me go to the bathroom. Coffee just makes me jittery. And oh, t- coffee makes me a jittery shitter. And then, um, God damn so it. <laughs> Jesus Christ, where did this podcast hit, go? Hit coffee first. Um, I would hit desserts first too because no. I think the sugar can make you crash. But if you have the sugar first, and then you go back and you eat your protein. I feel like you feel better. We have different. We have different advice. Oh, well, so my advice. different. So that's yeah. Oh, and eat breakfast. Oh my gosh, eat breakfast because yeah, you don't get in too, until ten thirty or yeah, eleven thirty. Yeah. That's too. You're yeah. gonna be have real oat, hungry. Have oatmeal or something. Just have a yeah. Have something. Have I an egg. Have a quiche. Sure. That's sure. Sure. That works too. So um, my advice is to. Find a spot to sit. Oh, that's so clever. You get there. Listen to her advice. You sit down. You have to have a team. You got to work in, the in a shade. team. You got to sit in the shade. You get a team, and you take turns. You rotate Especially in and out. Kids. Especially when you have to bring your kids because under six or three. Anyway, um, you send out to you go. You hit as many as you can hold. And listen, I was a server. I can hold up to six little tiny Just get trays. A box. Or you get a box. Okay, we're gonna like work out. We're gonna we're have a handbook. We're gonna have a guide next year. Don't worry. This is food club guide for um, devour. Yeah, and then you go around and you carry as much as you can. You come back, you sit down, and then you're with your people, and so you really can just take a bite of everything, and everybody shares a bite, mm-hmm. and you don't feel bad about throwing stuff away, and then you repeat. Yeah. And you and get you to sit and digest while the box. next team goes out. Ask for a box. And bring a box or ask for a box. No, fuck it. I don't care that people are like, you brought Tupperware. No, actually, nobody said that to me. Every time I told someone I brought Tupperware, they were like, oh, that's so smart. Why didn't I bring Tupperware? Right. I agree. Yeah. My one thing would be don't miss the inside room. It's easy to pass by it on the way out. But Mm -hmm. inside... There are many beers and liquor. That's well, where the liquor be, is. That's where the liquor is, people. Oh, and the guy from Tool is outside, though. Oh, oh, and get it as a driver. There's a dog here having a nightmare. Don't worry. She's <laughs> not being beaten. 
Let me Aww. let me just take a photo of that. You don't want to miss the liquor. There's so many good liquor. Uh, but still, local distilleries inside. Next year, it's going to be at the botanical garden. Yes. Yep. So I don't actually. You heard it here first, folks. Mm. Uh, I'm not actually sure. So what that's it's... yeah. So don't miss the spot where all the liquor is. I guess would be my advice. Yeah. It might not be where everything else is. And so it's so weird. Because but it's, it's there. But it's, it's there. there. If you they look for it, you can find it. We're talking. We're talking. Um, Three Amigos, Tequila, Delbach. We're talking um, Hamilton, oh. Hamilton Distillers, which makes Delbach whiskeys, which are basically Tucson-style scotches, was, like, essentially. Three, distil- um, three, uh, three Wells Distillery, three wells. Which, three makes, wells. which yeah. makes a delicious the prickly, uh, prickly pear liqueur. Spirits, whatever, uh, yeah. yeah. Oso, which is doing some really crazy stuff with, they were actually outside, but mm-hmm. in the same vein, doing some crazy stuff with vodkas, and they have a actual like microbiologist, I believe. Yeah, is. right? Yeah. Yeah, and he's I, all science. I interviewed for sure. him last year. Yeah, and he knows what he's doing, and so they I'm have like some your vodka is called hashtag. Yeah. but you have a. <laughs> They've got basically they have like very specific flavors coming through on their gin and their vodka. It's pretty cool stuff. So it's pretty good. Don't miss the liquors. It'll just help <laughs> you eat more. That's you true. I guess maybe you should take a break in in the middle because it's only ten thirty. Go bigger, go home. Go hard. Don't stop. Never get a stop. lift. Get a lift. Yeah, get a lift. I got a lift. Get a lift for or sure. Or someone who's a designated driver. I don't drink that give much. Your, give I tend to t- drive Give your toddler home. to his grandma and get a lift. That's what I say. That's what Which I say. grandma? Uh, Gretchen's mom. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and moving on. Um, all right, so uh, next we're going to move on to the burger battle. That's another, you know, Phoenix has a lot of food competitions what? nowadays. A lot. Yeah, I can't believe burger battle was so, less than a week. After Devour. Right, it's because the Scottsdale Culinary Festival is like coming up. Yeah, so it's that's like April. all part of that. Yeah, so it's kind of. Uh, so, Jen, you attended? Mm hmm. I did not attend. Okay, Stephanie did not attend. Because so I. Shut your mouth, we're talking burgers. I had, I had so much food, I thought to myself, I'll die. And I had to go to a like a family dinner anyway, and it was just. I and then you so still much. had a lot of food. I don't ever want to eat again. Alright, so Jen, Burger Battle, so I give thought, us the lay of the land for those of us who have not attended. So the Burger Battle is probably like, I don't know, I don't know exactly. I would say like 15, 14, that 15, vendors, yeah. somewhere in there, uh, different restaurants that are mostly burger places. Um, the one that I was like, thought was the coolest was they had an activated charcoal burger from Hop Dottie. Hop Dottie. That was the bun, right? Yeah, the bun was that. And then it, had, it was like kind of spicy. So wait, how did they even I just do that? Cool. Welcome, I, just saw, I don't know, but I thought it was so welcome cool. Welcome Diner just made a donut with an activated charcoal. Yes, and I saw that too, and I was like, I, I can't drive there quick enough. I thought people had activated charcoal. Isn't that what This is what my husband said. Pepto-Bismol? I'm no, so he's confused. like, don't you just take that to like throw up? Or And I was like, I thought you took it to stop throwing up. It helps with digestion. Yeah, Google that's what it, I thought Wayne. it was in Pepto-Bismol. Well, yeah. I think it, yes, it might be. But it's not black. Pepto-Bismol is pink, so I don't know if that's totally true. But activated charcoal is, like, super good for you. you know, tons of people, um, like, Nectar puts it in their lemonade juice. Really? Yeah, and it's supposed to be, like, super detoxifying. It pulls is all that, that shit out. Is that the new kale? Literally. Is that going to be the Probably. new kale? Probably. I think it's so cool. Anyway, the burger bun was black, like my heart. And uh-huh. um, it was awesome, and I loved it. And um, also Arizona yeah. Brewing. Oh, sorry. No, Do you find? No, okay. No, okay. 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 So Arizona... Wilderness Brewing, is that right? Have you heard of them? I've never They're in Gilbert. They're so far that way that I haven't but been Gilbert's able to. Great. Yeah, we should, we should probably Gilbert. do like a road yeah. trip. Yeah, Gilbert does have a lot of cool little restaurants and stuff. Yeah, so they had a burger there that was like everything on it was local. Like 
the bacon was from Mesa, and then it had like peanut butter and jalapeno, like peanut butter and then a jalapeno jam, which was kind of weird, but totally worked for me. I'm sure, it worked. Yeah. Yeah, it was really neat and cool, and so um, I think they won the People's Choice actually. All right. So generally, activated charcoal is used to help someone treat someone from a drug overdose or poisoning. Oh. It's because the toxins bind to the activated charcoal. Yeah. So it's like a detox type of yeah. situation. That's according to WebMD. I am not a doctor. Nor do we offer any medical advice <laughs> Nor at any, any time. medical advice at all. So, um, but you yeah, can do your own Googling, That's folks. a WebMD. That's, like, you know, that's usually fairly reliable. Um, it can... So there's no evidence that it works for hangovers. Um, right. It's more of like a gut thing. Like it's... Yeah. So, it's a, It absorbs stuff, so it pulls all that stuff out of your gut. Yeah, I'm all it, about it, it. And under the risk, it doesn't say it's going to make you throw up or anything. It can give you a black stool. So, uh, so a black gross. Time. Oh, wait, no. Side effects. It can cause vomiting and diarrhea in some people. So, so know your so limits, really folks. But, I'm, but I'm, I'm guessing when you're, they're adding, you're adding, you know. It's like a little bit. Because it's going to turn, you know, it's, it's pitch black, this stuff. So it's going to turn your thing black and give you a cool thing to talk about. Yeah. You don't have that. You're probably, and it's probably not Once cheap. Again, I'm not a doctor. I have no idea. They could be adding We're also time. not chefs. We yeah. don't fucking know. You can eat that stuff and you're going to shit your pants. I don't know. I don't think that's true. I did not. So. I did not shit my pants. I had a burger and it was delicious. Monetized Magazine is not legally liable if you eat a burger with actually charcoal and shit your pants. That's, I just have to put that out there. I just have to say that. Don't edit that Yeah. Well, now it's, like, less fun to talk about food. <laughs> All right. So, activated charcoal bun from Hop Dotty was great. Anything else stand out to you? Uh, yeah. Um, there was also this hand-cut chop house, which I have not been to. They serve, like, a California burger with – it had sweet potato. I've got some good sandwiches yeah, I didn't even know it was like a place. Mm, it's called Old Town. I feel like a failure. Old Town Scottsdale Chop House. Yeah, but whatever. This one. I didn't know they had burgers. Yeah. Well, I don't know if they just made it for this or whatever, but I'm going to do some more research because it was just like a good. I want more veggies mm. on my burger, you know? So, avocado. Put the avocado on my burger. So Put this with cheese. Don't charge me an extra don't dollar. Don't charge for me for don't the avocado. This, this I don't up, care. This up to an internal debate I've always had is burgers. You know, I like when places are doing cool stuff with their burgers, and I want to go and try them, and then I get all into that. But then I go back, and I'm just like, nah, I just want a classic burger. I get that. I like just like a classic. Like so the thing is, griddle, I don't like, like burgers. Like griddle style, like, like I'm talking right. like diner, smashed, yeah, no, fried we get it. butter we get burger, it. We get it. cheese we get dripping it. off, we get it. lettuce, get it. pickle, no ketchup. Fuck you. <laughs> you put ketchup here. I love ketchup. Yeah, you, you put it on your hot dogs, too? I don't like hot dogs. Ketchup? Honestly, outside of French fries, ketchup doesn't really belong on any food. Oh, I had a blueberry. Sorry, I had a blueberry seven, ketchup when last seven, night. When you're past seven, that sounds old. good. That was kind of weird, but cool. I made a fig ketchup once that was so good, and it was a little spicy. Yeah, let's I, start adding fruit to our ketchup. That sounds so like it could be fun. Well, tomato is fruit. Well, adding fruit More to fruit. it. More fruit to it. Gotcha. So that's that's the internal debate I have. I I think at this point in my old age, I now more leaning towards the classic. I just like a classic good burger. I mean, if you're going to do it fucking well, not well done, but you're going to do a good job. Correctly? Mm -hmm. And it's going to be medium rare. Yeah. Unless it's one of those smashed fried burgers, like I said, because those are always well done because it's a fried thin. thin. Um, Then, yeah. I want it, but I, I just like a classic burger. I find myself leaning towards that. You know, I'll go mushroom Swiss every now and again, but... 
I like a good mushroom. I don't like Swiss, but I'll have mushroom Swiss. I'll eat a no, I like all cheese. I'll eat a block I actually of just want a grilled cheese. I'll eat a block of Swiss cheese. Oh, grilled cheese. I actually just want grilled cheese. I would take a grilled cheese over a burger any day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Yeah. I need my protein because I'm getting swole. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, that, that's, not, that's a conversation for another day, but yeah, no, I eat like shit. I'm not like shit. I eat high quality food that's bad for me. Right. Um, so I have to work out just to maintain. Yeah, it's it's not it's not decreasing anything. It's just it's just maintaining. It's maintaining and like making sure you don't get that pre no worse. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. I'm just not getting worse. Right. I'm not quite at dad bod, so I'm like I'm basically just maintaining pre dad bod. Right. Yeah. It's good. You you are a dad, so you have a little wiggle room. Yeah. If no, you if hit I that point, dad bod, no, I've gotten to dad bod. I've gotten there. I just yeah. you're pulled I, back. I basically pulled got myself back. rolled back to pre dad bod, and that's as far as it's going. Yeah. I've got two abs that occasionally show. There are those bottom four abs are never seeing the light of day. That's, that's not fine. gonna happen because I'm fine. not eating. Who eats gr- a boiled chicken breast? What kind of psychopath? That's disgusting. Like you if you're boiling, hater. If you're boiling anything but vegetables, you're a psycho. Or eggs. Yeah, if you're making like well, then, yeah. but that's still not like even hard boiled eggs. Like a hard boiled oh, like egg. But like soft boiled eggs and like can salad. But but we can agree if you're or like an avocado toast. Oh yeah. If you're just is that eating, still like, a thing? What year I is had it? a really good oh, grilled chicken, no sauce. I like, had a no. really good avocado no. toast at I won't do it. Asadero. Life's not worth living. Oh really? He brought well, out an avocado I, toast. I think I did. I think I did also have that same toast at a different event there. So good, and it was so good. They oh, but also he board. won the chef Don from Asadero yeah. won the burger battle with his cream, so there's that. Cream cheese. It was like chili cream cheese. What'd you think of it? Ooh, I, didn't, I didn't try that one. Oh, no. Way to call me out. But he did win. Okay. Listen, I didn't, there were a lot of lines and a lot of burgers, and I missed that one. And then I saw it afterwards, and it looked really fucking cool because it had, like, the, the sriracha. Fat, right? It had a sriracha squeezy thing to squeeze the sriracha ketchup into the burger or your mouth or however you do it. But I'm all about, even though it's super wasteful and, like, don't tell anyone as an environmentalist, don't I don't support them. Podcast, anyone can listen to it. Um, can't help it. <laughs> But those little, like the new the pi- the pipettes. puppets. Yeah. I want to squeeze my stuff all, into my food. I like it because it gives it sort cool. of a medicinal look. Yeah. It looks a little bit like you're about to do some sort but of drug. When, it's true because whenever I look at my food, I'm always like, oh, I wish this tasted more like medicine. But everywhere <laughs> everywhere I go, there's a pipette. But, yeah, because we were just at, what is this Devoured place? Had, Her, Devoured ooh. had a pipette. Oh, sorry, puppy. Hermosa Inn. In. Yeah, Devoured sorry, yeah, had the, okay. the shrimp juice pipette. Oh, yeah, that was a little weird because shrimp. And pipettes, but that's fine. Those are the trends, and now you know shrimp and pipettes. But the, we did the our own. It could be blueberry or it was a peach I, I or prickly a, pear. Um, I had a mule, a mule, and, and, you had a margarita. and I had a margarita, and I was able to add my own. And you can check our Instagram to see me squeezing that. Yeah, it's fun. I didn't add all of mine. I definitely tasted it though, and it was that was one of the best mules, Moscow mules I've ever had because it wasn't too sweet. I. Feel like Moscow mules are always overly gingery because yeah. I hate. I don't really love I ginger. Um, not a fan. I know I it's like a trendy drink. Enough. I want to drink out of a copper cup, but I'm probably not going to order them anymore because I think I think I actually have just been faking it. I don't love them. <laughs> oh, I really, I, I enjoy. But I, I do I, like I, vodka, so it's fine. I, I do enjoy them. It's fine. Um, all right, so I'm gonna we're gonna wrap up the burger competition. Do you have any last thoughts about the burger competition? No, I'll go again next year for sure. It was fun. It's a it's a worthwhile event. Well, the event. music was just. Mm, and the, the drinks food, were but the meh. Foods, the foods, but the burgers were good. If you like burgers, if you it's, like a, it's burgers, a worthwhile we have a treat for you. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> come no, on, for sure. come, come, come on, come on down to the her, 
come on down to the Hermosa Inn where the burgers are, are flipping and, and, and the burgers are good and you can have them at the yep. Burger Fest. Yeah. Yeah, they can use that one for free. Yeah, I don't think Hermosa that. Inn was there. That was a different event. Where was it located, though? Um, it was at the Scottsdale Waterfront. Oh, Scott Scottsdale Waterfront, where the burgers are. Have a burger. Have a burger. All right, so this is a little bit off topic because I know we've been focusing on festivals, but I know the bitches had a chance to go down to uh, Mora Italian. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, we did. That's kind of the hot new place in Phoenix. That so, blog post is coming up. It's sitting there. So what were your... Uh, Half written. So don't spoil... No spoilers for the blog post. You want to get the in-depth read, then Just check, keep out, an eye out. check out the Bitches Food Club in the upcoming week, and you can check that out. Yeah. I just set a deadline for you. Thanks. And, um, so, but just a few cliff note thoughts. Um, don't go in there expecting, uh, super Italian. Go in there expecting, would you call it neo-Italian? Could you say Yeah, that's that? a nice term. I neo, like that term. Like, just more of that, yeah. Not, it's not. It's a, it's like Italian with a, a twist. Like, I, yeah. wouldn't, I wouldn't say modern twist, although the building itself is quite modern and huge. So don't don't go there thinking tiny restaurant, long wait. It's probably going to be a long wait, but it's a huge restaurant. It's not your typical quaint fine dining. But side note, no. you can totally sit at the bar. We got oh, like eight yeah. of us in at the bar. We waited for a little bit and then got to sit on the patio and that was great. Because mm-hmm. who cares? Sit at the bar for a little uh, the bit. The patio is really nice. The patio is gorgeous. And there's a pretty big menu, so you will definitely find something you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. I like the side dishes more than dishes anything else on the menu. They had a really good Now, do you um, think that's Brussels because sprout. you, you uh, lean vegetarian? No, I, I realize because they're meat, one of the ones that I liked had like just... meat in it. Which okay. one? The peas? Peas were great. So and it had, like, a... was it like a panna? Yeah. Uh, what, what is it? Like just the pancetta just, thing? Yeah. You just preferred the side dishes. Well, I just think it's not... Yeah, I I personally like don't love getting pasta dishes. I know it's an Italian restaurant. I don't love ordering pasta dishes because my husband, your brother, can yeah. make delicious pasta That's dishes. How I feel. And so, and like, yeah, your boyfriend, boyfriend makes, makes pasta. pasta. So it's hard for us to be like, oh, this is really special mm-hmm. and a treat. Like, no. I made, I made pasta. <laughs> for us, it's Tuesday. Yeah. I made so pasta aglio olio the other day. Oh. oh. It's the that? pasta that John Favreau cooks in Chef. Yeah. You know, he convinced Scarlett Johansson to fuck him. Oh. And I it's super simple. Scarlett Johansson being in that? I thought I drunk it. Super simple dish. I have to give a shout out to the YouTube channel Binging with Babish. He's like a, a guy who makes, he basically takes food that's made of movies uh-huh. and tries to recreate it oh. authentically. And he's, he's, he's good at what he does. Text that to my They're very good. Um, and to me. Videos and I saw that video and I was like, oh, this looks delicious and it's a really simple pasta dish that's basically just you know it's just pasta with uh, it's like some parsley, some olive oil, some garlic, some lemons, lemon juice. It's oh, like super simple, but yeah, simple stuff like that is my favorite. If you're Put really together, good it's just right. If everything yeah, is a little pepper, fresh, right? so good. I yeah. Mean, yeah, parm. No, you don't even need any cheese. You're kidding. No, it's just. Mind-blowing. Yeah. Yeah, so I think the drinks at Mora are really good. I think the sides are really good. The pasta is probably really good. I just didn't order it. They have a, something called, like, a Blanca. Actually, I had the pasta going back to that. It was... Here's the thing. My fucking problem. My boyfriend makes really delicious pasta, so I can't be like, oh, my God, the pasta was amazing. The boyfriend's a pasta-producing Italian stallion, so it's yeah. like... He's got... Huge arms. Um, <laughs> From rolling out of the pasta. <laughs> yeah. From pounding the pasta. Um, From pounding the pasta. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
pretty good. I can't complain. Um, no, so for me, it's like, I mean, I did, the pasta I ordered had duck in it. And I only uh, ordered it because of duck, and I like duck. I do love duck. And not enough duck for me. Yeah. I, the pasta was the star yeah, of that I'm show. i duck tonight, so. Nice. Where are you going? Um, um, actually, I might not eat duck tonight. It depends. We're going to Rokery, but if it's I too packed, we're going to go across to Richardson's. And if we go across to Richardson's, I'm going to get that duck relleno that they gave oh. you for free when we went there. I made so many tacos that. was that. so good. I just took one bite. It was so I get good. food for free everywhere. Yeah. I don't know why. Anyway, that was so good. That's an aside, but... Yeah. Um, so, so Mora, so not traditional, not, not totally traditional Italian. So don't go have, for that. You're going to wait because it's new and it's hot. I don't know if you've ever been to Garcia's, which doesn't exist anymore, but do you remember it from when you were a kid? It's like, Mexican food restaurant? If you want to call it that. We're getting, we're getting yeah. to the point of the story, but yeah, yeah. we'll go with that. Uh, yeah, sure. Yes. yes Basically, it's a, me- it's a super white Mexican restaurant. Mm-hmm. So Mora makes this thing called a Blanco Focaccia, which isn't what you think. It's like a really thin... Super thin. It's cheese crisp. Super th- it's a cheese crisp. It's a top. I was eating it's, it, and I was like, crisp. this is delicious. I really like it. Why does it taste like my childhood? Oh, it's cheese crisp. Oh, I just realized crisp. it's the cheese crisp I used to eat at Garcia's. You know what? It's delicious. I'm oh, not, yeah. I'm not, I'm not knocking it. It's delicious. If you're looking I, for that in your life, they have it. I, for, I didn't know I missed Every it. Every culture should have a very thin carb covered in cheese. But then that brings me to a bigger topic because mm-hmm. I was also talking to friends who were like who lived in California. Cameron lived in California yeah. and was like, I couldn't order this for my kids. Like, they, it's an Arizona thing, you guys. The cheese crisp is an Arizona thing. Really? Yeah, it's not. It's I mean, not, I assumed it wasn't Mexican. Maybe it's just a Garcia's thing. I don't know where it came from, but it's like an Arizona but thing. I the cheese crisp. Chevy's oh too. yeah, um, I, there's a lot about a Mexican food that we consume that. It's can, only Arizona. The we Americans, the royal we, yeah, is American. The chimichanga, which... No, no, but not just American, Arizona. Oh, yeah. But like, you can't even find it. Wow. The chimichanga was professed to be huh. either invented by the guy from uh, El Chayos or the guy from El Charo in Tucson. It's all... I'm going to uh, vote for El Charo. I, I would so, assume so. I would, Tucson goes further back hmm. in its history of culinary traditions, so I would go Tucson. Probably. But, but anyway, that's what I'm saying. Is that the same El Cheese Charo as here? No. That's what I was, one, I I was also one talking on, camel, on Lincoln. I yeah. don't think it is. I don't think they're the same. I don't think it is. I'm looking it up. Keep talking. Because the one on Lincoln is an institution. It's been here for forever. Well, and the, the they closed in, it for a while. Then the one in Tucson is as well. But it, it's been there forever. Also. So I, I don't know. That's same. a mystery, and that will be a topic for another food. Now, Campbell's, now it's a mystery podcast. Now you have to stay tuned. It, it'll be basically cereal. <laughs> and we're going to solve where the chimichanga was invented. She, Campbell, the woman who, I think the woman who owns Campbell's Soup now runs El Charo, or at least bought it, the one on Lincoln, okay. which is interesting. I might have an and answer. Now all these do you want me to just tell you it? <laughs> do you want to, like, wait for another podcast, or do you want the answer right now? Oh, I just tell it. The Tucson time. one is El Charo Cafe. Okay. And then the El Charo here is El Charo. But so are they, I but think, are they I think there's... Because it's El Charo Restaurant, El Charo Cafe. I don't think so. They're okay. different websites, And then guys. there's El Charo, right? And they're Peruvian food? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that place is great. All right. Well, that is about all the time we have for this podcast. I want to thank you two for joining me again and thank sharing you. your insights. In summation, devoured. Always delicious, but, you know, me. it could have mm-hmm. been better this year. Um, yeah. Look for the liquor. Uh, find a table. Mm-hmm. Um, if you like Stephanie, drink the coffee and the sugar first. And mm-hmm. eat the sugar first. Yeah, because otherwise you feel and, sick. And, and bring a box. And get a shady spot. Yeah, she's, yeah, and, yeah. There's a lot of rules to follow, you guys. Well, I hope you wrote them down. We're doing this. 
Oh, wear sunscreen. We didn't know this when we first started. Sunscreen or a big hat. This was the hat. Could, the hat could like get in the this way of people. Oh, but that could like help keep like personal space. Ooh, also, wear a big hat. If you wear a big enough hat, you can just put stuff on, on your head. Yeah, like right. a banana. Oh, signing out. Remember, speak softly and wear a big hat. Yeah, and oh. eat everything. <laughs> Please tune in next time. Uh, then we'll talk about more food mysteries. Like, we'll figure out where the chimichanga came from. You should have the show. This is a show. Oh, this is a show. Yeah, well, edit this out. This is a show. Bye. Okay, bye.